This is the Lifestyle as Medicine podcast, and I am Mike Riccio, longtime personal trainer, professional strength coach, gym owner, and most importantly, a devoted modern father and husband. I've been fortunate to learn under some of the most intelligent minds in health and fitness over the past 15 years, as well as work with amazing clients and athletes. What I've most fallen in love with over the years is the power we have over our lives, the power to decrease risk of disease and injury, the power to reach our true potential, the deep abilities the body is capable of when all aspects of health are working simultaneously. On this podcast, you will learn the importance of preventative health and how to optimize your habits to optimize your life. Listeners, today we have Caleb and Austin, two brothers who have formed a company called Brothers Nuts, who does just this really impressive line of food with with very minimal ingredients and healthy ingredients. And it's really, one, it's impressive just as a product, but their story is even more so impressive. One, it's close to my heart. Uh, They went through a a traumatic experience, losing their father to a brain illness at way too young of an age, uh, both for him and for how young they were. Um, and, And how they came out of that and what they learned from that experience and how it led to this company. What I am so impressed by, by Caleb and Austin, who are, you know, both still college aged, is their outlook on life from a total perspective, from a long-term perspective. The care that they put into this product, how much time it takes, how they go the more expensive route, but but how they do so and the reasons they do so to give us this really amazing product. I love it and I'm I'm 100% gonna be a customer for life, but it's a product that is truly healthy. When you look at the food label, it is nothing but real, ingredients, nothing but things that you can pronounce, nothing but things that you right away understand, oh, I know exactly what is in this product. It's impressive. It's what the world should be going to, what the food industry should be going to completely. And these two are just the sky's the limit. I can't wait to see what they accomplish in life. I know this is just the start. So enjoy this episode. I know I really did. And uh, take a look at Caleb and Austin and Brothers Nuts. All right, listeners, I am on with Caleb and Austin. Guys, appreciate you taking the time. Awesome. Hey, really excited to be here. Yeah, glad we can make it. Yeah, we have, we have a ton to get to. Um, but before we do, if you guys just give us a little background on you. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll go first. I'm currently 20 years old, just last week, actually. Uh, you know, growing up in the, you know, Chicagoland suburbs, you know, since you know I was born, um, you know, always had a couple people in our family, right? Good family, um, good schooling, you know, good principles. We've always been raised on, and that's kind of what you know led us to who we are and where yeah. we are today. And I'm uh, 17 years old, and the reason why we're on this podcast is definitely because of, like Caleb was saying, those principles that we learned. Because you know, to start a business at the age of 13 and 15. It's definitely not something that everyone does, right? And uh, especially after your dad just passed away, right? So just the events that led up to us starting this business and then starting other businesses and meeting other people inspiring and you know, having a passion in life uh, definitely started from those principles and from our family and from where we grew up. Well, I, what you guys are doing is so impressive. And it's definitely a kudos to that, to, to your parents, to your upbringing. You know, I, I gave the same credit to mine. But uh, to your point about age, what you guys are doing is even more impressive. Not that you can't be smart and, you know, successful at any age, 
But, you know, I don't know, you know, and for my long-term listeners, you know, they know that I have a similar story in case of my dad. My dad died of a, of a stage four brain tumor um, in 20, 2013. So we weren't even that long apart when we were going through this, but I was at the age of 27, you know, and, you know, and it took me a few years to, to make it into a business and to make it into something that would help people. So for you guys to do it at, at the teenage, almost preteen for, <laughs> for you, Austin, level that you are. Is really, really impressive. So, you know, maybe that's where we can go next. You know, if, you know, I know it's kind of not always easy to talk to, but if you could tell me a little bit about, about your dad, you know, who he was and you know, maybe a little bit about, you know, what he went through. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this, Caleb. Um, it really, it really does start back in 2010, right? So almost 12 years ago at this point. So our father, Dr. Charles Majors, uh, ran a pretty successful uh, chiropractic office, a clinic in the Romeoville area, Romeoville, Illinois. And so uh, everything was good. Life was good. He just, he just had three kids, um, just moved into his dream house, I believe. Right? Life is perfect. And then some things happen. Next thing you know, doc, he's in the doctor's office. Doctor's saying, Charles, you have three weeks to live. You have a stage four brain. You have stage four brain cancer spread to the body. Three weeks to live. Go say bye to everyone. Get your will in order. Right? So our father was given, like I said, weeks to live. But, um, you know, he was, a, he was a fighter and he, was, he worked hard. He really did. And so after that, after the diagnosis, he flew to Spain, to Nevada, a bunch of different places, holistically reversed his cancer, lived for an additional six or seven years. And, you know, after five years, he, he was technically cured of cancer in a, in, a technical, in a technical sense. And in that time period, of course, we were able to grow up more, learn from him, see right. him in business. And, you know, accomplishing a feat, like going from three weeks to seven years of living, people were inspired by. So he would go speak on stage. His clinic was one of the largest in the state and just inspired other people to really seek health in a natural, holistic way, which then of course goes into how we started our business, Brothers Nuts, which is to offer people these snacks and the food that we eat in a natural, holistic way that still tastes amazing. Because, you know, before he came down with cancer in 2010, you know, we were living the right way. You know, yeah. we, were, we were all exercising, you know, yeah. multiple days a week. We were sleeping right. We were eating healthy to most people's standards. But, you know, kind of once that initial, you know, diagnosis hit, you know, things completely changed, completely. right? From, sure. you know, working out four times a week to working out, you know, six, seven days a week. From sleeping seven hours to, you know, eight or nine hours. And, you know, it just completely changed. And one of the most important, you know, one of the biggest things to change was the diet, right? The yeah. foods we were eating. We were eating healthy, right? To, you know, 98% yeah. of, you know, families around America, but it completely changed, you know, from, you know, the greens we were eating to how much we were eating to when we were eating, all that changed, um, you know, very drastically and you definitely for the better. And, you know, that's how Brothers Nuts really started. Yeah. 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 And it was uh, definitely an interesting one. Yeah. No worries. Uh, probably going to answer your question. But um, it's definitely how that started, right? right. Um, how it started. Our, our mother, uh, Andrea, she's an amazing cook, right? So my father diagnosed with cancer. He, he couldn't could just go out to eat with them, right? He'd go out to eat. He'd be like, what's the, what's the chicken cooked in? What temperature, right? So many different questions. Awesome. Um, so she would always cook for him. Great cook. She started creating these snacks for him. And so he was really big into you know, the new health thing. And at the time was sprouting these nuts. The sprouting process is interesting because you yeah. take the nut or seed, you soak it in water for a certain amount of time, you trick the nut into thinking it's going to grow into a plant. And then that process, the nut releases bad acids, bad enzymes, 
in turn makes a nut a lot easier to digest and honestly a lot tastier too. Oh yeah. So you already have this superfood of a snack, a nut, and then you make it even better. But so yeah, uh, my mom started sprouting these nuts and then she would flavor them with these amazing ingredients. And, you know, right before my, our father died, our, our family, our family members loved them. Uh, my dad loved them. Our friends at school loved them. Everyone loved these nuts. And when he passed away, we were like, Hey, you know, our dad loved this snack. This was his snack. He couldn't just go into the store and grab any, couldn't bag a, couldn't grab a bag of chips and eat it because the oils, the sugars, right? He couldn't do that. And this, this enabled him to have a lifestyle that was convenient and that he had finally had a snack that was incredibly healthy, right? USA certified organic, sprouted, gluten-free, dairy-free, pretty pretty keto-friendly, vegan, kosher, you name it, Brothers Nuts is it, but it also is amazing. So like I said, after he passed, we just said, hey, why, why should our family be the only ones that can enjoy this snack? Let's give it to the world. Yeah. Well, I can attest to the taste because I got samples. And, mm, amazing. And yeah. And yeah. Which, you, uh, you, which flavor is your favorite? Uh, the almond, which I guess is yep. the fan favorite I've heard, right? It is. Most yeah. popular. Yeah. Most popular throughout our website uh, and in all the stores. Yep. Yeah, I, I can see why. And uh, you'll, so when you see a, a huge order of just those come in, you just, just assume it was me. All right. Well, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll keep your eye out for it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, and, and I do want to get back to some of the processes because that, that was a fascinating part of our conversation, Caleb, the other day. So we'll get back to that in a second. But I want to go back a little bit to the decision of your dad to, to choose an unorthodox approach. And, you know, I guess let me start this question with the fact that there's some jealousy from me here. I did a lot of research when my dad got sick. And I found a lot of things that he could change. He could do. Would they have helped? I can't say for certain. Do I believe they would have? At the very least, maybe stretched out the quality of life, if not the length. My dad was less willing. That's just the truth. My dad was a very healthy person. He was at the gym every day. But there were certain things, Italian upbringing, just certain foods and certain things he was less willing to change on. So, you know, there's some jealousy in the fact that he wasn't at least willing to try I guess the, the question goes into, he was already healthy, your dad, clearly. When it came to the specific changes, so the best of your knowledge at that age, where do they come from? Was, was it your mom doing research? Was is your, your dad and you guys doing research? And if you can get a little more specific on exactly what things he changed. You mentioned some time of day stuff and some greens. You know, um, you know what else? I, I people would love to hear. Yeah, so, you know, it was, I would say it was two main, uh, three main people that was doing a lot of the research. You know, at the time, we were, you know, I was eight, nine years old initially. Austin, right. you're like six, seven years old. Yep. So we didn't, we didn't know how to use a, uh, you know, didn't even know how to research. <laughs> right. So right. it was mainly, I would say the three people were him himself, you know, researching my mom, uh, more into the, you know, the food especially. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, cause he was a chiropractor. He had a lot of chiropractors, nutritionists and people like sure. that around him that right. were doing a lot of research as well for him. And so, you know, kind of going in more specifically, you know, with the diet, or sorry, with the exercise, you know, he was doing a lot of, you know, high intensity, right? Yeah. But it kind of cha- changed, you know, instead of doing, you know, lifting as much as you can, right? Because, he, he, you know, he was... He was kind of a bodybuilder, too. That's yeah. what... Okay. That, that is, a, like, a different thing. So, yeah. you can keep going. You know, so, like, the types of exercises changed, right? From, you know, working out for an hour to short duration, maybe, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. But, you know, working out completely different. You know... Another huge factor was the sauna, you know, uh, infrared sauna, you know, sitting that for an hour, hour and a half, you know, four or five days a week. 
you know, to bring out all the, you know, the toxins out of the body, sweat them out. Um, so they're not, you know, stuck inside of you. Right. Yeah. You know, oxygen, you know, oxygenation through the nose, mm -hmm. things of that nature to kill those cancer cells within them. Yeah. Um, you know, those are a couple of the huge ones I remember, you know, looking back, you know, many years ago now that he changed that he was doing, you know, pretty much every day as well as blood work. You know, a lot of the blood work changed. He was going, you know, multiple days a week for, you know, vitamin C and, you know, directly, yeah, you know, yeah. through the veins and Always other things like that. Yeah. Right. Because sure. you, know, you can take, you, you, you can eat the vitamin, you can eat oranges, let's say, or you can even take vitamin C, you know, supplements and pills like that. But you're, as you know, you're going to take a lot of those that get the same amount as going directly through the veins. Yeah, right. And so those were the couple of things I would say the major changes, you know, that, you know, if we look back yeah. on that, well, there, there's, there's, I'd say one big one, but before we even go more into it, like you saying, we were really young. So, you know, we're not super educated in it, but our dad was fortunate enough to write an entire book on this. It's called Cancer Killers. And, uh, you know, he wrote it with some, some other amazing people. And it's, it's an amazing book. And he put a lot of just information and he, our dad was big into the research, right? So he will have just facts after facts, after studies, after stories in there. And the big thing about that book is he started treating it as the cause is the cure, right? He's like, I wasn't, I wasn't just healthy, 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 healthy. Then one day I got stage four brain cancer, yeah. right? That's not how that works. You're sick a little bit, sick more, but then you're used to it. You're used to it, used to it. Then one day you're just so sick that you're like, your body's like, hey, look, you, you have cancer, right? The healthy cells, right? How, how that all works, the te technicalities of it. And so, I mean, just going off of that and going to the last point that we definitely learned from him and he learned was the mental side of things. Yeah. I mean, just like you said with your dad, and I think a lot of people are in all aspects of life is a lot of people are stubborn and they just don't want to do changes, right? It's hard. As, you know, like, it's hard. Yeah. Even, even yeah. when your life is on the line, humans just are so negligent to want change, right? Sure. And, um, and our, and our dad, there was definitely that, I mean, you're sitting there being told by doctors, Hey, you're going to die. There's nothing you can do. Why would you try to do anything? Right. The human, the, the normal response to that would be, okay, three weeks, let me write my will. Let me talk to my family members. Right. And right. there's right. And that makes sense. That's what all humans should do for a matter of fact, and you usually, but our dad was never one to just take that, right? He, his childhood, how he grew up, he was always fighting and always working hard. And mentally, he just became this brand new person. He was like, hey, look, everything I do, I don't know how much more time I'll have. Because I was given three weeks. I may have six years. I may have 40 years. Every day I'm going to live, I'm going to live it with intention. And so he was incredibly focused. And, and his mindset, that switch that Austin mentioned was, okay, no one's ever done this. You know, no one's ever reversed this cancer. I'm going to be that one, right? Yeah. I'm going to be that one in a million. Yeah. That was his mindset, right? If no one's done it before, it's not possible. You know, there's a 0.001% chance. I have two weeks left, you know, okay, you know what? I'm going to change this around. I'm going to be that one in a million so I can help, you know, millions of others, right. to, right. you know, that are going through something similar or the same. I'm going to be that change. I'm going to be that one in a million to help them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what a, one, I, I can, I can tell you one thing that you guys don't know yet. Having kids, it changes the way you motivate things, you know, and I, and I can think of if my, my kids are 11, four and two. So, you know, wow. one of them, one of them older than you guys were when, when you got it, but you know, God forbid something that happened to me, I, I can tell you if, if I'm going to lean on anything, it was that. So I, I promise you that was some of your dad's thought was, was leaning on you three, you know, what a unique perspective so I've, I've done a number of these podcasts, both for me and, and as a guest. And what I talk about a lot is 
what I call the metaphorical punch in the face, mm. where something has to happen to make you appreciate health differently and to motivate you to take healthy steps when there isn't signs or symptoms. Your dad changed after a, and not that he was already pretty healthy, but he also made major changes after a sign symptom, which is fine. Yeah, he was he was so young when he got it. But now you guys are going to have this different appreciation for health going forward, but because you also got the same punch in the face I did. Yours does come for the sign and symptoms. They just weren't on your bodies. So, you know, I can tell you as a, as a professional trainer and as a health professional, to instill that motivation into people is very difficult to say, hey, you should change because something may or may not happen down the line and because you care about your longevity in 40, 50, 60 years. In theory, everyone goes, sure, that makes sense. In day-to-day choices, not always. It's a really hard thing. So one, you know, um, you know, I, I'm sure you already do, but definitely appreciate the perspective that you you have. You know, there's it's not a lot of good. Yeah, you never call it good, right? You're not you're not glad you're. I'm not glad my dad is gone. I'm not glad I have this gym. I'm not glad I have not in that way, not for that reason. I would trade it all back to have him back. However, it does take a special person to say, in lieu of something that I can't change anyway, I'm going to make the absolute best I can of it. I'm going to help so many other people, and that's. Mm. And really, that's what you guys are doing. So it's uh, again, guys. It, you know, I don't. I always feel like it's kind of insulting sometimes to to say, "Oh, for your age," because that's not what it is. But at any age, it's impressive. But it is even more impressive to have that maturity you guys do have. And, um, no, and the, I, I'm okay with you saying that because you know we we both went to public schools, right? We were surrounded by people who weren't doing a lot. And it's so easier nowadays, of course, with, you know, these so many distractions there are in the world and so many easier alternatives than getting down into the nitty gritty and working hard and wanting to change things. Because like I said, it's so easy to just stay the same, which is probably why it's so hard for you as a trainer to get your clients to want to change their body. I mean, (laughs) I was thinking about it, you know, we have these metaphorical punches in the faces, but we've had like family members who will have a heart attack they'll get that punch in the face and they'll go to the gym for two weeks. And next thing you know, they're right back. To- Some people can get punched in the face and then they, they still don't change. Right. So, yes. and, but and like I was saying earlier, like it's a human, it's a humanistic thing to just not love change to not want change and not accept change. So it's definitely about just getting to that point. And that's somewhere that Caleb and I've gone to and Mike, you've definitely gone to as well. Yeah. No, and, and you're absolutely right. There are people that have gotten the punch. And, and there was no change. And that's, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate, but I guess Definitely. it's also human choice too. I guess that's where something comes down to. Oh. Guys, let's, I'd love to get into, into the business a little more. You know, um, yeah, you know we, we know, you know, when it, when it started and um, obviously it's doing well, but I, I'd like to hear more about um, Austin. You started getting into the process a little bit. That's where I was, I was really fascinated because when I looked at your ingredient list, that's what made me call you right away, Caleb. When I, when I emailed you and said, let's get you on, that yeah. was, that was kind of the final thing. Because yeah. it's the ingredient list that everybody should have. As a trainer, it's the thing I wish I saw on every <laughs> label I ever see. And it's awesome. And when I asked you why, your answers were something that I wish I could have scripted because they were hmm. perfect. So maybe we can go, let's, let's start with the process first and begin a little more of the values. But, you know, yeah. Austin, you touched on the sprouting process. One of the questions I asked you, Caleb, the other day was, why olive oil for you? Why not olive oil? or coconut oil for other companies. Well, let's start there. You know, why the oil process itself, why did you guys choose sprouting and why don't other companies choose sprouting or 
oils like coconut and yeah. olive oil. Uh, Caleb will talk about the sprouting process and yeah. I'll talk about why other companies don't do it. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So sprouting process, like Austin mentioned, you know, if you look at some of the most common allergies in the world, there are a lot of them are, you know, peanuts, nuts, seeds, et cetera. Right? right. And one of those, the common factor in that is because all of those, you know, the nuts, the seeds are supposed to be replanted to be regrown. And that's why people can't digest them causing allergic reactions. Some, you know, smaller than others, some, you know, deathly allergic. And that all starts because 99.9% of all companies don't sprout their products. And that's what something it's crucial to us. Not only makes us different, not only makes it healthier, but makes it taste, like Austin said, amazing. Much, much like better. it tastes way better. Mike, I know you've tried them, you know, yeah. <laughs> but that sprouting, yep. that sprouting process, right? Not only it, only, it takes between 24 to 48 hours, depending on you know, the density, you know, if it's an almond, a pecan, walnut, all depends, but that sprouting process is super big because it releases a phytic acid from the nut or seed itself. Mm-hmm. Releasing that phytic acid allows for the digestion to easily digest. So we've even had, you know, we won't come out and say this, but you know, we've even had some people that, you know, are allergic to, you know, minor allergic to nuts or seeds that can't eat, you know, usual products be able to eat our, our products because of our process, because with that, you know, releasing of that, um, the phytic acid, it makes it so much healthier. And that just shows you the power of the process, right? If, you know, you know, a John Doe comes up, he can't eat 99% of the, you know, the different nuts on the market. He comes ours and, you know, he can actually eat ours, you know, and he has no problem with it. So that's something, you know, we won't advertise that, you know, if you have allergic reaction, we don't want, you know, you know, anything happening, but that just shows you, you know, the power, the power of the process. And then Austin, some of the oils and why we do that. Yeah. So the reason why other companies don't sprout is because it's hard, right? It's, it's just so, so hard. I mean, like Caleb said, a single bag, Mike, when you ate those, that bag of almonds, that took me three days to create. Yeah. Three days to create that bag of almonds, right? And it tastes sure. amazing. So that process is worth it. And the amount of health benefits and how perfect it is for your body, it's of right. course worth it. But a lot of companies put profitability over their actual clientele and their customers. Caleb and I, like, like you know, as we just shared our entire story, we're starting this because this is a snack that our family loved and that we know the rest of the world deserves and needs, awesome. right? So if we can offer this to you, we're going to offer it at the best price we can, right? And obviously our products aren't cheap because it takes us three days to create. I mean, the, the business logistics side of that is, is just, there's so much to it, but long story short, we wish we could charge nothing for these, right? Yeah. That's just unfortunately not how it works. Right. And that is why other companies won't do it because it's just so hard. It's so long. You have to have these huge dehydrators, right? We use dehydrators because they're, low heat ovens. So we don't kill the nuts. They're not roasted nuts, which just offer no nutrients for you. And it's a lot, it's a long process. And that is ultimately why other companies don't want to do it. I'm not saying other companies don't care about you. They don't care about the customers. They don't care about you as much as we do though. That's true. That's essentially That's it. true. Well, no, and it's, and you know, to that point, well, first of all, it took you three days to make that bag. It took me three seconds to eat it. So just, I just, I just, <laughs> exactly. realized, I just realized the math on that. And I'm now yeah. love that. Yeah, next time I'll cherish them a little more and I'll spread out the eating. No, hey, you, um, you enjoy how you like it. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I well, because my staff wanted them and I said, no, they're mine. So I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I, I, yes, I, I do wish every company was as moral as yours. You know, a, as a business person, I have a little bit of how, how to say this best. 
I do understand that as companies grow, cost becomes a thing and sometimes quality decreases. In the food industry, I think it's really unfortunate because you could make the argument that you are making people sick. Now, people don't have to choose your food either. To give, to give companies credit, you don't have to choose the, the companies that are not doing what you guys are doing. So I, I, I somewhat understand that sometimes the emotion goes out. So I guess the question here is, as you guys grow, you're already, I mean, obviously you've already grown, you're getting pretty big, which is awesome. But as you grow even bigger, because you're going to, what does that process start to look like with company growth and having to, to be able to maintain the current quality you already have? Yeah. Real quick before Caleb dives into it even more. So we've definitely, you know, dealt with that problem in the past. I mean, we went from, you know, an in-home operation, right? Separate kitchen, health protocol, safety, everything was great, right? That sure. was a while ago too, sure. many, many years ago. <laughs> so doing them, so the first time we ever did them, you know, the small bags, like stick, like going to the store, buying these labels, putting them on, then to buying, you know, these new bags, new labels. And then one day saying, hey, look, this operation is getting bigger. We're getting an order from a retail store, brick and mortar. We need to be in a factory, right? And that process, and you know, if some of your listeners are in the business sector, they want to get into it. Yeah, I think this can be a lesson to be learned. Um, we went from needing to find a facility to produce these nuts in. So we, we went out there, we found hundreds of facilities that produce nuts across the entire US, right? That's a good amount to pick from. Mm -hmm. Then we went in and said, how many will do sprouted nuts? Three or two, two. Two will do sprouted nuts. Okay. Crazy. Um, so fortunate for us. One was located right here in the Chicagoland area, awesome. right? So we were, that was amazing. We were able to go in, see, see the factory, see the facility, how it works. We were like, okay, look, we can find some amazing people to work with and produce these nuts. But then the ingredients changed yep. because we switched to all organic, USA certified organic, and then the new ingredients, you have to buy in bulk. So new brands, new flavors. And it was, uh, it was a lot right? Definitely sure. a lot of work working with our mom. Our mom was all the way out in the, at our facility for a while, right? Because you have to get these flavors so perfect because just like you said, as a food company scales and grows and, you know, kind of optimizes these processes, things change and flavors change. And we started to see like, oh shoot, our flavors may change with this. So we had to work even harder, be even more disciplined into, yeah. because we love our customers and know our customers deserve the best. So we have to put in that effort. So Caleb, sorry, maybe there's some learning lessons there for everyone. Oh, no, for sure. Is, but Caleb can dive more into the, the question. Yeah. yeah, you know, initially when we moved from like Austin, from that kitchen, our own kitchen to the factory, our quality went down. Yeah. You know, being honest with you and your listeners and with us. Yeah. And our quality went, you know, before they were, um, you know, they were amazing. They tasted great. Everyone loved them. And then when we went to, you know, the factory going from a five cup batch to a 500 cup batch, you know, you're going to have to add more, you know, salt, pepper, et cetera. Right. And we just, granted we're young and we didn't really know. So, you know, the first couple of batches we did out of the factory, the quality wasn't where we liked it. Yeah. And we 100% changed that. Now, as you tasted, amazing. you know, they're back to the yeah. amazing flavor. Um, but you know, we, de we dealt with some quality issues in the past. Good thing now, you know, we're growing. Now we're in, you know, over 125 retail locations um, around the country, mainly in the Midwest, I would say. Um, we've seen, you know, from fresh thyme to overwise dairy to Peter Ruby's, you know, working on a couple larger accounts um, more in the South now. One of the things we've seen is, you know, keeping that quality, 
one, the one good thing we've seen is right now where we're at, we can scale with no issues. So right now, you know, we're producing, you know, anywhere from, you know, 500 to a thousand pounds a week, you know, depending on the week, um, in our factory, but that can scale easy up to, you know, thousand, 2000, 5,000. And so right now, you know, how we're going, growing, we're dealing with the issue, you know, the quality, the, any of the issues that are popping up with knock on wood, right. No problems yet. Um, right. you know, we, we kind of hope we run into those problems, right. Good um, problems to have, right? right. Just you're growing so fast. You're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do that. Yes. Like, we, right. we kind of want to, we don't, and we do want to run into those problems. Um, yeah, but so right. far, so far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I, that's, it's, it's awesome. We, did you say 125 stores? Is that what you said? Yeah. So, uh, we just, we just, that uh, ranges from, like you were saying, brick and mortar grocery stores, chiropractic offices, gyms, golf courses, uh, a range of just anyone who needs a snack like this in their store. And I would, yeah, and I would cool. say our biggest client right now is fresh time. Yes. Um, we just got, um, you know, introduced or introduced currently we're in two of their stores, but they're going to move into another four States. So that's over 33 stores right now. They're going to be moving us into here in the next month, month and a half. Yes. Good for you guys. God, that's awesome. You know, I, I think the only thing we haven't gotten to yet that we talked about the other day, Caleb, but maybe my, my favorite thing was your rule on the ingredients. Oh yeah. You know, you know and you, you had mentioned the other day, if you can't pronounce it, you, you don't want it. And I think that's, it's, it's a really, it's something you'll hear us, the trainer world say a lot. It's not something I hear enough people say outside of, outside of these facilities. So it was very refreshing. How'd you come to that? Yeah. You know, we've, we call our mom, our CFO, chief flavor officer, instead of chief <laughs> awesome. officer. and yeah. she handles all the flavoring. And, you know, since 2010, when our dad initially was diagnosed, you know, she has been, you know, in the cookbooks, watching videos, just learning, going to certain classes and things like that. Experimenting. Oh yeah. Lots of experiments. Some good, some bad. Gotta be honest. <laughs> Usually pretty good. Usually pretty good. Yeah. But you know, the ingredients were something huge because, you know, kind of going back to what we initially started on the principles and what we grew up on, you know, we would go to the store and a bag of chips or a snack, whatever it is, you look and there's 50 ingredients and X's, Z's, Y's, you need a PhD to read them. Like, you do, yeah, you know, yeah. You don't right. even know how to read them. You don't know how to even pronounce them, right? Exactly. So if you don't know how to pronounce them, if you don't know what they are, how is that healthy? Or how, why would you put that in your body, right? If you don't know what it is, why would you actually consume it? And so right. that's kind of one of our strong basis points here at our company is you know, if you can't read it, it's not going in the product. If you, you know, 99% of people in the world don't know what it is, it's not going in our product. Right. And so that's one of the huge factors. If you look at any of our products, the most ingredients you'll see is I think eight ingredients. Most of them are four and five ingredients and that is it. Yeah. And one of the crew, and that's, it's crucial, you know, not only is it simple, right. It's easier for the body to digest, but it's, you know, nine, you know, 10 times healthier for you to eat. I mean, yeah. it's also amazing because like one of our our, I think our third pop, most popular flavor, the garlic salty walnuts. Uh, Mike, there's three ingredients in that product. I walnuts, yeah. olive oil, garlic sea salt. You have those in your kitchen. Yeah. So right. if you're going to the store, I don't think you have the, those, those X's and Z's. Left. I don't think you have those in your kitchen. You know what you're eating. You know you can eat it. It's just, it's the transparency that customers and clients deserve. And that is yeah. what I know in the personal training industry, you're big off, like you were saying, right? Yeah. Making sure your clients know what they're getting into and 
That's the same with us. Like we said, we've seen businesses just, they, they treat customers as dollar signs. And that is yeah. the main difference with us. Yeah, we, we tell people a lot, instead of reading an ingredient list, eat the ingredients. Yeah, eat, yeah. eat the actual foods themselves. I love it. I was, I was 19 and I probably told this story too many times, but the first time I really got kind of my light bulb over the head about, about food was I was at my first gym job and there was a, a, an older trainer there and he was working with a new client and they were going over a, a, a food, a food log, whatever they're going over. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember his name was Nelson. Nelson turned her and she goes, he goes, well, for example, he goes, what's in an apple? And she looked at him like, Oh, I don't know. And he's like, well, what, what's in the apple? And again, she's like, I understand. He goes, no, it's an apple. The apple is the ingredient. Eat the apple. You know? So that was, you know, it's kind of like a, Oh yeah. You know, foods that don't have ingredients because they are the ingredients. They are the single food. If we can eat more single foods, we will, we would all be in a better place. Disease would not be what it is in this world. If we were producing less things that had to have multiple ingredients, Oh, yeah. I wish that your products were the most ingredients we ever saw. I wish that, <laughs> I really, I just the truth. I wish that we can go back to ancestral times where the most we saw on a prepared food was what you guys are doing. Yeah, we combined four or five ingredients, but still real ingredients and threw them in together. Okay, great. Outside of that, we just eat single things. I take the broccoli from the farmer's market. I take the fruit from the farmer's market. I eat them separately, whatever. But essentially what you guys are doing with your ingredients is cooking. Yeah. Other yeah. people, other people are pre-packaging. You guys are, but really you're doing, you're doing is you're cooking. You're taking ingredients that people like you, like you said, Austin, people have in their kitchen already, mix them together. Obviously it's not that easy, but what your mom <laughs> does, what your mom does, I could never have done in a million years. Oh, me either. <laughs> we wouldn't be in right. business right now if she didn't do what she does. Uh, so. No, right. Yes, exactly. So uh, again, it's, it's such, it's such a great lesson, you know, and if, there's a lot of takeaways from this podcast, but um you know, to listeners, eat, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. And the end, eat, eat ingredients, eat ingredients. Oh, love it. Um, guys, this is awesome. Tell me, so you mentioned fresh time. Where else can people find the product? Yeah. So if you want to go retail, you know, that's something we're expanding and, you know, the growth, as we talked about, that's where we're really focusing on this year, next year. And so fresh time is a huge one. Probably next, they're already in stores in Chicago and North Elston. If you guys are in Chicago, this yeah. one right there. So those cool. are definitely two stores here in the next month, month and a half. They'll be in, you know, Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio. So all four of those States will be carrying those. Um, you know, if you're farther, if you're not in the Midwest, there are some stores, but don't worry. Our website. We ship to you. Yeah. Right. Right to your front door. Awesome. You don't have to leave your house. Um, our website, brothersnuts.com definitely go check it. Here's, here's a good way to remember it guys. You guys are either listening or watching the brothers yep. and we all, what we've done this entire time is talk about nuts. Yep. Right. And we may seem a little nuts cause you know, we were <laughs> saying some crazy stuff here today, but uh, remember you're hearing from the brothers and we sell nuts, look up brothers nuts anywhere. I know something that we want to do for your listeners, especially yeah. if they aren't near a brick and mortar store um, is if you go to our Instagram brothers nuts or Facebook the, or, or Facebook, Facebook in the link in bio, we're going to put a link. And you click that link, you can go, you can go grab any two ounce bag in that link for only $5. So it's basically free, right? We know shipping costs are these days. They keep going up and down. We're covering that's we're covering the shipping plus the product, just five simple dollars. That's less than the price of even one bag already. Um, It's basically free. You get it, we'll ship it to you. You can try it and say, try a bunch of different flavors, see what your favorite is. Mike's probably going to recommend the almonds. (laughs) 
I don't blame you. I don't think I've met someone who doesn't like the almonds, yeah. but uh, I know Caleb's favorite is the spicy basil pumpkin seeds. Those are good. If you're a sweet person, sweet apple pecans, one gram of sugar. I mean, guys, this product we made just for you and we really want you to experience it. So like I said, go to us on any social media, Brothers Nuts, and click the link in bio. Yeah. Guys, that is very cool. I will definitely spread the word. And you're right. The pecans were were my second favorite. I've- awesome. <laughs> and that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, obviously, I like the sweet and savory side. Huh? Guys, that, no, it's one, generous, but two, very, very cool. You, We will definitely be sending a lot of people your way. You know, I'm in Downers Grove. I'm not far from you guys now. And uh, I know we have a lot of local listeners. So um, awesome. people like supporting local. So that, that alone, besides the fact that the product is just great, um, I know we're not going to have any problem sending people your way. Awesome. Amazing. Well, I appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate, like I said, you know, appreciate you having us on. Let us uh, share, you know, who we are, because um, this is who we are, right? Not only our company, but this is, you know, how we've grown up, and this is who we've become uh, at 20 and what, 17, 17. so far? Almost, so, 18. almost 18. But, you know, this is who we are, and we're glad we, you know, we get to share who we are, our company, and just, you know, hopefully impact as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, guys, I have no doubt we're going to do a follow-up episode in about five years, and I, I'm just, I can't wait to hear where you guys are at at that point. Guys, thank you for being on. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for being so open, you know, willing to share about your dad and, and what you guys have gone through because I, I, I really appreciate it and people are benefiting from it. So thank you. Uh, stick around for a moment. Listeners, definitely go check out Austin and Caleb at Brothers Nuts. I'll have everything in the show notes. Um, as always, don't forget to rate and review and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle as Medicine podcast. Find more episodes like this at www.lifestyleasmedicinepodcast.com and visit www.marhealthandperformance.com and at marhealthandperformance on both Facebook and Instagram for more great content and information about programs. Have a great day and see you next time.